Blog Talk Radio. Let's get to the heart of the matter with holistic physician, Dr. Darren Weissman. Infinite love and gratitude in this moment is my attitude. Giving thanks for all I'm coming through. Freeing my faith and fortitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Move me with great magnitude. Yeah, present peace is what I choose. Infinite love and gratitude. If present peace is what I choose, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. It is an awesome day to be alive. I'm Dr. Darren, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to today's Heart of the Matter show here on Blog Talk Radio. Let's get ready to shine, my friends. We've got a really cool show for you today. Our topic is titled, Happiness Now, Choosing Love in the Face of Fear. Because the real power in life is not what happens to us but rather how we respond in the circumstances that we face. And that is a choice of love or fear. And love inspires us to question those scary circumstances. It inspires us to question fear, to keep our heart open, to dive right on into the stress that's impacting our bodies, the stress that's impacting our relationships, And the stress that's impacting our world, that we're all a part of, not apart from. Love is a personal choice with collective consequences. And in this moment, today, right now, what do you choose? Do you choose a life that perpetuates a struggling, suffering, stressful life? Or one that inspires you with a new fresh breath of hope, with dignity, a life that inspires you because we are all one. Imagine being able to envision beyond what's currently being seen, not only in your own life, but in our world today. Imagine being able to listen beyond what's currently being said. Imagine being able to choose beyond the catastrophic consequences that we as humankind are individually and globally facing, everyone. Choosing love requires you to be courageous while you take a very, very compassionate look in the mirror. So today's show, we're going to dive into the heart of the matter of choosing love in a world that is facing fear on a daily basis. Basis. And for those of you that are new, that are tuning in for the very first time, the heart of the matter, giving you a round of applause. Great, great choice. You're going to enjoy the heck out of this because we're going to go deep. This show is a life affirming, it's interactive, where our primary focus is all about seeing the truth, awakening a deeper understanding and a value for why our bodies, why our lives speak to us with symptoms, stress, and disease. And here's the thing. I'll tell you what they're not, and I'll tell you what they are. Symptoms, stress, and disease are not something that's wrong with you. You know, rather, they're meaningful. 
They're a feedback system, like a biofeedback. They're a barometer. They are a conversation stemming from this part of you that's invisible called your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is speaking to you. Do you understand that language? If you do not understand a language, you can't participate in the dialogue. And symptoms, stress, and disease are meaningful. They're valuable. They're a conversation stemming from the subconscious mind saying that I now have the ability to own my power, to bring out and be my very best. When at one point in my life, I not only did not have tools or strategies to support myself, but the people around me didn't know what they didn't know didn't have tools or strategies to support themselves. When your body speaks to you with symptoms, when you are stressed to the max, what's really being said is, I now have an ability to consciously create a life that I love, that I not only love to live, but I love to give and share passion, a life of kindness, a life of gratitude, a life of intention. So each week, here on the Heart of the Matter, what I love to do is to take topics that everyone can relate to, everyone, and then dive on in to the dark matter. Dive on in below the surface, below the surface to the subconscious mind and look at the role that the subconscious mind is playing, how it directly affects and influences our body's natural ability, innate ability to heal. Your body is a self-healing organism. Even though you and the rest of the world constantly being brainwashed to think that for the normal morning headache, take two Excedrin. There is nothing normal about a headache in the, in the morning. But we are brainwashed by pharmaceutical companies and many doctors that placate and acquiesce to taking a pill for a symptom without looking at the emotional, spiritual root. How can you not? The subconscious mind not only influences you in your body, its ability to digest, detoxify, your immunity, your hormones, your muscle tone, how your DNA codes to adapt and replicate new cells, but the thoughts that you're thinking right now, the feelings that you're feeling right now, the behavior that you experience, is run by your subconscious mind. Because the subconscious mind stores memory, and that memory becomes a lens, and that lens becomes a filter, and that filter becomes a gravity. So, if you're someone struggles with addiction, you've got a family member with addiction, 
That's a portal. That's a doorway. That's a feedback. We often want to fight it. We often feel like failures. We judge ourselves. Oh, I've got attention deficit. Oh, I'm an OCD person. These are portals. Allergies, asthma, pain, anxiety, autoimmunity, cancer are all portals. These are a doorway. And this doorway reveals the heart of the matter. And when you get to the heart of the matter, how your heart's beating, what's driving your heart, emerges in every aspect of your life. And when you are able to get to that core and decode this conversation that is being spoken to you in another language, something emerges from within you. It's so magnificent. It's so beautiful. It's your authentic nature. It's your ability to shine. It's infinite love and gratitude. Check this out, my friends. Every week, I write about particular topics in the Lifeline Center's newsletter. It's called the Lifeline Impact. Because I've got a calling. And that calling is I want to empower you with real tools to create real change. Not just little change. I see people, I people, I see people struggle and suffer every single day. And the blessing is I've been able to help so many thousands of people, and I'm so blessed. So I've got to share it. I've got to give it. I want to share something real quick. I've got a, a text. I'm opening on my phone. Excuse me. Um, I got a text this morning from a beautiful little boy that I saw um, yesterday. And um, the mom wrote to me, Hi, Darren. Thank you yesterday. Um, her son woke up without any aches in his body, no pain in his ankles. He was so amazed. He's been suffering for years. He said, now I will win the race as easily. We talked in the car about recognizing his own emotions and feeling them with his heart. It's still a challenge. He tends to think and not feel. I also went back to the sea field here about his brothers, and I asked him if he really felt happy thinking of them. He told me that he doesn't have to please. I told him that he doesn't have to please me with his answer, and there it came out: frustration. I ran a sea field here. This person who's writing me has studied the lifeline. He liked the relief. The mom wrote, "Have a great day, dear, and infinite love and gratitude." So beautiful. So each week I write in the lifeline impact about a particular concept that we all can relate to. And then I follow it up. I followed up with this very cool Lifeline session, and we actually just shifted the technology where we're using video interactive uh, ways to do this. It's called the Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle, where the vision is creating world peace through inner peace. You want to create a change in the world, start with yourself. Join me. Join others from around the world every Tuesday, 6 p.m., Central Standard Time. It's called the Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle, where we create the visionary path for world peace through inner peace, raising the consciousness of the subconscious mind to be in alignment with what your heart desires rather than reacting to reactions, fearing fear, repeating patterns of history, 
that have been going on. There's a very cool special Facebook page. It's called Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle. And if you want to join that Road to Inner Peace Healing Circle Facebook page, you can post your intentions there. And you can participate with other people that share your consciousness and your passion for living a life of peace in a loving world. Uh, you want to find out about how to sign up, you can go to my website. That's drdarrenweissman.com, D-R and then darrenweissman.com. So you can activate your mind. You can open your heart. And the fun part about it is the natural byproduct is your body's natural potential for healing, your life's natural potential for thriving emerges. So those of you, and you've already started to call in, I'm so excited to be connecting with you. Those of you that have got questions, you want to experience a Lifeline session today, to call into the show, the number is 516-531-9623. What I'm going to do, and the way that I like to roll here, is to, and just be patient with me, okay? I first like to set the stage for our topic, which is happiness now, choosing love in the face of fear. And then I'll take your calls. And once again, the number to call on in is 516-531-9623. And those of you that would rather not do this on the radio, do this blog talk, if you want a personal deep dive and you're really struggling and you're really stuck and you've done all kinds of things and you want to create a change, call the Lifeline Wellness Center and uh, myself, one of my master practitioners, will help you to create the change that you're looking to create. And the number here is 847-714-1531. Let's get to the heart of the matter of happiness now. Choosing love in the face of fear. Because as people who share the economic resources of our water, we share the economic resources of our sky, the air that we breathe, the land. We've, we've reached a critical stage in our history. And we must decide. We must make a decision what kind of future to make for ourselves. Will this be a future that's going to be derived from the values of fear? Is our future going to be based on pessimism, Greed, starving children, poverty, terrorism, war? Or will our future be formed from the liberating values of love? Will our future be formed from the liberating values of optimism, of service, of sustainability, of abundance? Of peace. You know, it's crazy because it seems like, ah, this is such an obvious choice, but, you know, you might be asking, where do, where do we begin? Or you might even be asking yourself, what could I possibly do to make a difference in the world today? And I want to begin with a question. If you were given the opportunity where you could create 
your life. You could create a day. You could create a moment. You could create the world as you choose. Would you choose to create it in any way feeling helpless or hopeless to change the outcome of the ravaging effects of fear? You know, in the wake of what happened last week in Paris, plane being shot down, the Twin Towers, children being shot in schools. This is a reactive reality in our world that terrorism has caused around 130,000 fatalities worldwide between the year 2006 and 2013. That 80% of humanity lives on less than $10 a day. That the poorest 40% of the world's population accounts for 5% of the global income, where the richest 20% accounts for three-quarters of the world's income. There are 27 to 28% of all children in developing countries that are underweight and whose growth is stunted. And the two regions that account for the bulk of this deficit are in South Asia and the sub-Saharan Africa. And the report that I looked at noted that in India, where they're rising economically in a massive way, that the flip side is that that has not been translated into accelerated progress um, as far as undernutrition, that one half of all the rural children in India are underweight for their, for their age. There's nearly a billion people that entered the 21st century unable to read a book. Nearly a billion people that are not only unable to read a book, they can't sign their own names. Less than 1% of what the world spent every year on weapons was needed to put every child, every child, every child into school by the year 2000. It didn't happen. Less than 1% of what the world spent every year on weapons was needed to put every child into school. And it didn't happen. There are some 1.1 billion people in developing countries that have inadequate access to water. 0.1 billion people. You can turn on a faucet and get water that's cold or hot. 2.6 billion people lack basic sanitation. Would you choose this? If you had the ability to leave a legacy for our children's children, would this be the outcome that you'd hope to come true? Of course not. The big hell freaking no. But it's happening. These are real statistics. And I want to, and this is what I like to do every week, because at some point 
we're going to wake up. What's it going to take to wake up? What does it take to wake up? Just one person can make a difference. And I'd like to propose a different perspective. And here it is. What we know is that what isn't a choice, it's not an action. Duh. But check it out. It's a reaction. A reactive pattern that goes on in your heart, in your body, in your home, in your community, in our world, is subconscious. It's reactive. The subconscious mind is the reactive mind. It's programmed. And in a state of reaction, we lack what we need to create a change. We lack rational thinking. We lack strategic planning. We lack creativity. We lack compassion. We are computers and programs. When in a reactive state, the beliefs that are buried in your subconscious mind, that are imprinted and conditioned in your subconscious mind, that are running the DNA that propagate how your cells form, function, and how you feel go on autopilot, and they take over for the way that we perceive ourselves in the world. And what's amazing is that there's an intelligence here. There's an intelligence. There's meaning behind it because these programs act as a magnetic attractor field, bringing forward further circumstances that match the frequency of the limiting beliefs and fear-based patterns that are buried in our subconscious mind. What does that mean? It means that when the subconscious mind is leading the show, your brain, which is called the limbic brain, the part of the brain, it's subconscious, it's emotionally driven. There's no choice here. It drives sexual behavior. It drives instincts. It, it drives feeding, fleeing. just goes into motion. And a reactive, fear-based signal is activated and the protective mind activates what's called the subconscious reptilian mind. Once it reaches the reptilian mind, it's become a chemistry in your body. Your brain and your body produce skulls that match the emotional signals from the limbic brain into the reptilian brain and now your cells are interrelating and intercommunicating in a particular way and it's physical. And signals are being activated on a cellular level. And once it's cellular, you're going to react. It's in you. It's, it, it's in you. And when we are not able to process those emotions, it doesn't go up to the part of our brain called our neocortex, the hemispheres of our brain that allow us to be creative and logical that allow us to be rational, that we can, in a step-by-step fashion, start to create change and move towards something that makes sense. The pattern that's in motion is set in motion, and the reaction and the fear and the protection repeat itself. And as a result, we repeat history. 
people look at it and they go, whoa. They look at it and they go, we look at our genetics and we say, oh, my mom had this, my dad had this, I've got this genetic potential, and we think that this is what the outcome will be. But our genetics can express themselves in so many ways. How can we activate that potential? Here's the thing. Our beliefs are so powerful in affecting how we show up or how we don't show up. We in life do not perceive the truth, but rather we perceive what we believe. And beliefs are simply thoughts that repeat themselves. A thought that you buy into becomes a belief. And beliefs are learned. And not everything that we learn is true. That is for sure. Or even at one point, what may have been true may not be true anymore, may not be relevant anymore. Things evolve, things change. In fact, for life to be a thriving experience, change is necessary. Change has to occur. So the key is to question your beliefs and to question the status quo. This is so necessary to create a portal for change. When, when beliefs are left unquestioned, what happens is the reactive energy, the emotion, that limbic reptilian, now it's physical, the addiction is there, the virus is now running its program, we are in the matrix of our mind, that energy will stay in motion until it's met by another force. Is that force going to be you? Within your heart right now lies a truth. Within your heart right now is a menu of infinite possibilities. And when it comes to fear, love is the only choice. So what does your heart of love choose to feel? In the face of fear, what does your heart of love choose to create, to manifest, to experience, to leave as a legacy? You know, my hope is to inspire, empower, educate you with a knowledge and a knowing and an application, more than an understanding, but an application that you can make a difference because awareness alone does not create change. It doesn't. You're just aware. But what's driving what you're aware of when you're in pain when you're stressed, what's driving that pattern of terrorism in our world, terrorism in our body, in our mind? It's invisible. It's sub, like a submarine. It's below the surface. You don't know that the submarine's there unless you've got boop, 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 unless you've got a radar. So in the lifeline, we use muscle reflex testing as a means to have a conversation with something that we would otherwise not know. I know that every time I do a lifeline session with myself, and I did one this morning, it was so great. My intention this morning 
was and still is throughout today is I am compassion and kindness. I am compassion and kindness feeling bright. That was my intention today. And using muscle testing, you're able to access the subconscious programs and limiting beliefs that affect the way you see yourself, that affect the way that you see others, affect what you're attracting. All subconscious minds are interconnected, so what you see going on in the world is a holographic reflection, a mirror of what is going on in your own mind. It is not just you who wakes up and feels anxiety, worthless, overwhelmed, frustrated, angry. This goes on everywhere. You want peace in the world? Start with peace in yourself. Start with choosing love towards yourself. What does your heart of love choose to feel, choose to create? Because you create change. We can evolve by choosing love in the face of fear. And the greatest power of love is the love of self. The acceptance of yourself. Being compassion. Being kind to yourself. So happiness now. Happiness now. Acknowledges that happiness is found along the way. It's not once upon a time. It's not at the end of the journey. It's not once you achieve this or once they say sorry or once, you know, this happens, then I can be happy. Then I'll choose love. Mm-mm. It doesn't work that way. It's not how the game works. The game of life is that in this infinite universe, there's an intelligent field of energy that is loving. And it runs the show. Your choice in life is not what happens. Your choice is how you respond to the intelligent and loving field of energy that connects all of creation. Because everything and everyone, everywhere, all the time, right now, are interconnected. You and I. We're all interconnected. And every choice that you make based upon the reactive nature of life is going to have a consequence. I read them, the consequences that are going on in our world and in our lives. And judging that will keep you repeating the past as we have. Being worried and fearful about the future will keep you repeating and limiting yourself from being the truth of who you are. A spirit of self-love. That your greatest power is to love yourself because pain is a part of life. Fear and stress, we're wired with it. It has a purpose. But I encourage you to see, feel, and hear the pain and the fear and the stress of your life as a portal, a doorway. When you do embrace life with the powerful attitude of thoughts and feelings, behaviors of gratitude to value yourself and to value others, to 
discover unity in the diversification of life. This attitude of gratitude acknowledges that you get it. That the negative experiences of life are just a moment. They're not complete. Positive is somewhere, even if you can't see it. Even if it doesn't reveal itself right away. It's in the subconscious. It's in the invisible. It's in the unmanifest. Choose with gratitude. Say thank you for what you're thankful for. Let that be your focus. That is an ability to respond in the face of reaction. Responsibility. The ability to respond in the face of reaction. Only you can take responsibility for your life. Owning your power by taking responsibility for being the common denominator for your connection to everything and everyone that you're connected to in life, which is everything and everyone, you're going to start to recognize the synchronicities, the intuitive, the meaningful experiences that start to occur. And growth and learning and evolution will happen. It just naturally does. It's a natural byproduct of raising your consciousness, of being mindful. Now is the time to transcend by embracing the consequences of such stressful generational and cultural patterns, limiting beliefs that we all live with. Rather than judging them, which further cements the reactive lens of being separate somehow or helpless or hopeless, come from your heart. Courageously, be brave. Embrace what's possible. Acknowledge the immeasurable value of being that single person who is a reflection of the whole. This is a positive step. This is a positive step on our journey of creating world peace through inner peace. The cultural anthropologist Margaret Mead said that a small group of thoughtful people could change the world. And indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. In love and gratitude. So, I'm so excited to get to the heart of the matter of happiness now. Choosing love in the face of fear. And uh, I'm going to take some calls right now. Hey, welcome to the Heart of the Matter. This is Dr. Darren, uh, number 773-837. Can you hear me? Hi. Hi, Darren. This is Rosie. How are you? Hey, Rosie. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude, Darren. Infinite love and gratitude. Wow. Uh, I'm so excited to be on the call here. Thank you for calling in. How How can I help you, you today, my friend? Yes. So, Darren, I almost didn't didn't call because I was I was like I I feel good, but I want to work with you on something that I really feel like it's exactly on the topic. So okay. I've I've had this amazing amazing transformational weekend this past weekend, and I had this insight into my beliefs and like my patterns, and it feels so liberating, right? But yesterday right. I had separate conversations with 
both of my parents, and they reflected this deep fear that I have. They they spoke it, and I saw it, and I saw my reaction so clearly, you know. And the fear is is around growing old and being being broke and alone. And I really like I really uh, saw it clearly, and I and I know I don't believe it because I believe in love. I really do. I feel I feel how the vibration of love is shifting my life so uh, palpably, and yet there is still this this reaction to this this belief that I still hold clearly. I love so that I'm you. I'm ready to release that. Yeah, and I, Rosie, I love that. You know, you're a conscious creator and manifester, and you're an amazing woman who's living with intention. You're on your path, and you're in your heart. And what a cool thing for you to be in this really great space, and then all of a sudden you go home, you're with your mom and dad, you're with your parents, and you witness right in front of you the pattern of fear that you've come to terms with, but you're seeing it in your parents, that fear of growing old, being broke, and alone. Yes. The fa- the fact that you observe that in your mom and your dad, that you can see in your witness, you're conscious of it. What emotion yes. do you feel seeing your mom and dad with this fear of growing old, being broke and alone? What emotion does that bring up in your heart? Sadness. 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 Fear mm-hmm. and fear. Uh, fear of what? Fear of. Fear of not being good enough. What do you What do you mean by that? So it just fear that like it will never, life will never, it will never pan out. Like it will be disappointing. Fear of disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, just so I can appreciate where you're at, okay? Yes. yes. If you were to rate the sadness and the fear of disappointment not being good enough, and start with the fear of disappointment. If you were to rate that on a scale of 0 to 10, as you're observing your parents, and here they are, and they're in this deep fear of growing old and being broke and alone, what do you rate yeah. that fear of disappointment that uh, is triggered in you? Ten's the most, zero's nothing. Seven. Seven. And Seven. Darren, I want to say, like, I, I, I witnessed that in them, but I have it in me. I have a fear of growing old and, and being alone and broke mm-hmm. very much mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, it's alive. What do you rate that fear for yourself? Seven. Mm-hmm. How about the sadness? The sadness would probably a five. Where do you feel, and I want to go, uh, as you're connecting to the sadness, you know, yep. and you're thinking about your mom, and here you are, and you're feeling good, and life is really moving in an awesome way, but it's like, wow, they just reflected my greatest fear as well, that fear of growing, yep. growing old and being broke and alone. Where do you feel this in your body? Where are you feeling these emotions in your body? Um, I feel it in my chest and in my heart. What does it feel like and in your chest and heart? It's It's like a... Uh, a heavy stone mm-hmm. pushing down. You know, heavy stone like pushing down, did you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason that I'm asking you this is that as you're feeling it, that that's what I was talking about earlier in the show, 
the limbic emotional brain gets triggered and then it triggers that reptilian brain and then it becomes physical that heaviness that's your reptilian brain reacting to your to the subconscious limbic brain right yes. and what's so yes. what's so cool about this is that when we become conscious of this and we then ask a very important question Rosie and this question yes. allows you to rather than judge yourself your parents or your life it allows you to discern so that you can take the next best step in evolving your consciousness in your journey of inner peace. And this question is this. Hey, Rosie, given the opportunity for you to create your life a day or a moment, would you ever choose to create it, repeating the fear of deep fear of growing old, being broken alone, fear of disappointment, not being good enough, sadness, feeling heaviness in your in your chest and heart, would you choose any of this? Hell no. Hell no. Exactly. It is a big hell no. So we know, we know that what is not a choice is not an action, is a reaction. Yes. And the reactive essence of ourself is our subconscious. It does not choose, it does not judge when it gets triggered, it goes on autopilot, and and especially once it becomes physical, it's gonna, it's it, we're gonna be on for the ride. Now, what's so yes. cool is what's more powerful than your subconscious mind and these patterns that have been in motion, I'm sure, longer than your mom and dad. Mm. That what's more powerful is the heart of the matter. Your heart is what matters here right now. Yes. And uh, I know that you called because you're wanting to get to the heart of the matter of this. Is this true? Yes. Yes, very let's, so. let's do it, beautiful Rosie. So I'm yes. going to encourage you to put your hand in the I love you posture. And yes, for those of you that don't know what that is, take your hand, open your palm, bend your middle and ring finger to your palm, and keep your thumb, pointer, and pinky extended. Put this over your heart right over the center of your heart. And, Rosie, close your eyes and take a nice, easy breath. And inside your heart, my beautiful friend, is a menu of infinite possibilities. Own where you're at with the fear and the sadness, the fear of growing old, being broke, alone, disappointment. And in the face of it, what is it? that your heart desires to feel. Remember, always focus where you're going, not what you want to get away from or avoid. What is it that your authentic heart in this moment right now desires to feel? Love and peace. Mm -hmm. Love and peace it is. Now, when we set an intention... We always set an intention where we're going as if we're already there because the subconscious will follow us. That means if we lead it, the limbic reptilian part of our emotional, physical body and attractor field will follow it if we lead it all the way. And so if you are already in the life of love and peace, Rosie, you could say, I am love and peace. Go ahead and say it like you mean it. I am love and peace. I am love and peace. I am love and peace. 
I am love and peace. Let's do it again. I am love and peace. I am love and peace. Cool. Now, what's so beautiful here is that you know, you know, Rosie, in your heart, that there's so much meaning to this statement. There's so much value when it comes to you and your lives, your relationship, you know, how you show up, your impact on other people. And my question is, are you open, are you ready, are you willing to use your imagination right now? And the imagination I'm talking about is the most creative, colorful, pixie dust unicorns. (laughs) You are in the life of I am love and peace, and it's your nature to be. It's a whole new world. And you are playing the main star. You are on the main stage, and your voice, your heart, your body, your thoughts, your relationships, all reflect the highest vibration of love and peace where people are feeling and healing with love and peace, being in your presence. How does it feel to imagine yourself in an I am love and peace way? It feels like I'm on a cloud that has pixie dust on it. (laughs) Where do you feel that in your body? I feel it around my my head and kind of like around my body. What does it physically feel like? It feels it feels light and excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that light and excited feeling, that feeling like you're on a cloud with pixie dust, lets you know that the love and peace is already there. Mm-hmm. Yes. That That is just given proof. And so what's so cool is what we focus on in life is what grows. And so many people get caught in the sensationalism of fear, in the mm-hmm. overwhelm of fear. And then as a result, even focusing on wanting that fear to go away, you're focusing on the fear. Our only focus, my love, is I am love and peace, feeling light and excited. Okay? Yes. Now, what we're going to do in the lifeline is we create what are called portals. And portals are doorways, doorways to raise our consciousness, to be in our power. And the portal that I'm going to be using with you right now is called the Core Limiting Belief Portal. And the Core Limiting Belief Portal is so interesting because it's all about our beliefs. And we know our beliefs create our reality because we perceive what we believe Inside limiting beliefs are infinite potential. And inside the limiting belief that we're finding today, there's an infinite potential of love and peace and feeling like that we're on a crowd, a cloud with pixie dust. So the limiting belief that we're tapping into is simple cultural no. First, I'm muscle testing right now for those of you that are wondering why I'm talking to myself. First, second, (laughs) third, fourth, fifth. This is throat chakra. This is throat chakra. (laughs) And the throat chakra is all about your gorgeous voice. And you have a gorgeous voice. It is all about your ability to express yourself with love and peace, feeling light and excited. And I invite you to connect to the color blue. 
And okay. as you're tuning into a blue sky, I invite yes. you to repeat infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And I invite you to listen. Listen to my voice, listening through the tone of I am love and peace, being able to hear others with love and peace, infinite love and gratitude. Not all that. And take a deep breath in, Rosie. Take a deep breath in, breathing in, being able to sniff out love and peace wherever you are, infinite love and gratitude. <laughs> Infinite love and gratitude. And every time I say infinite love and gratitude, you just go for it. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And feel it. Feel that energy of I am love and peace. Feel it in your skin. Feel it in your heart. Feel it in your shoulders, in your spine. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, there is a wood element component here. In Chinese medicine, the wood element is all about growing strong roots, protective bark, branches that reach out in such a beautiful way towards the light. Be the tree that changes with the seasons of life, letting go in autumn and birthing new in spring. Be the tree of love and peace, Rosie. I invite you to repeat. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Cool. So let's check this out. What's the reactive emotion that's being triggered in you that when it gets triggered, it perpetuates that heavy stone pushing down feeling of sadness and fear of not being good enough, the fear of growing old, being broken alone? Let's find out what this reactive emotion is. 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 11 through 15. 11, 12. When I bring up the concept of overwhelmed, Uh I want you to pay attention to your first and immediate thoughts. No matter what or who you think about, wherever overwhelmed takes you, let me know that you're connected to overwhelmed by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. There's another emotion here that is acting as a reactive lens in an attractor field on a subconscious level. 1 through 10, 11 through 20, 21 through 30, 31 through 40, 41 through 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56. It's depression. When I bring up the concept of depression, pay attention, Rosie, to your thoughts, no matter what or who you think about. Wherever depression takes you, Let me know that you're connected to this pattern of depression that shows up and affects the way you speak and express yourself and create boundaries and move forward. As you're tuning into the depression, let me know by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Great job. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Depression. Emotion. Element, core, limited beliefs. I want to explain something to you that you would otherwise not understand based upon only being aware of what you're aware of. There is a subconscious, below-the-surface, core-limiting belief that is influencing you in the health of your body. It's influencing you in your relationships. It's influencing you 
in waking up today here on the heart of the matter to being the rosy of I am love and peace. Yeah. And this this subconscious core limiting belief, I call it a gift and strange wrapping paper because when it gets <laughs> triggered, all you can see is yourself and the world around you through a lens of overwhelmed and depression. Yeah. That beca- that becomes your thought field and then that becomes your attractor field. And that attractor field is causing not only your parents to live with this deep fear of growing old, being broken alone, but you as well. And then the sadness and fear of not being good enough and disappointment. And you can feel it in your body. As much as this is a reality, I want to qualify it and say it's not your truth. This is a reactive reality, just like the terrorism in Paris or throughout our world is a reactive reality. The truth of who you are is I am love and peace, feeling light and excited like you're on a cloud with pixie dust. So we want to find out where is this subconscious program, this automated, reactive, fear-based program coming from? I'm going to use muscle testing. Is there a concept of an original occurrence? There is. Is it in this life? Yes. Conception to ten? Yes. Conception of five? No. Six, seven, eight years of age. So the memory that has not been processed yet, that is broadcasting this signal of overwhelmed depression, no voice, no choice, no ability to create healthy boundaries, is from when you were eight years of age. When you were eight, Rosie, the environment that you were living in was emotionally reactive in nature. People were thinking and feeling based upon circumstances, overwhelmed thoughts and depressed thoughts. They were feeling depressed and they were feeling overwhelmed. And at eight years of age, way different than now, you did not have the tools or strategies to say, hey, all you people that are overwhelmed and depressed, I'm using my will, my voice, I'm growing like a tree, I'm loving peace, feeling light and excited, did not exist for you when you were eight, and nor did it exist for your environment. Your mother and father, when you were eight, could not teach you or guide you. They still might not be able to. Teach you or guide you on how to authentically create healthy, happy, love-based boundaries and opportunities. They didn't know it themselves. And it's the eight-year-old that's showing up in your life with this fear, seven out of ten. Fear of growing old fear of being broke, fear of being alone. That's an eight-year-old. And for the first time in your life since eight, embrace this part of you with intention. Embrace this reactive part of you in an I am love and peace way. Go into your heart, go into your body, and let yourself feel like you're on a cloud right now. Let yourself feel that light and excited feeling. Let's feel it together. And as you are, let me know you are by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. When you think about your mom and your dad, mm. and specifically as a little girl in an environment of overwhelm and depression, mm-hmm. what emotion does that bring up for you? Upset. Upset.
upset. Uh-huh. In for love and gratitude. The most important thing that we could possibly do right now is process that upset emotion. And the way okay. we do it, it's really simple. I'm going to guide you, and I've got you here, okay? But yes. just trust yes. yourself. Trust whatever yes. thoughts, feelings, voices come up, even if they don't look, feel, or sound good. Just know that even if it hurts right now, let it hurt right now so that when you're out in the world, you are stronger and more confident and in your power. And I invite you to observe as if you were in the movie theater of your mind the thoughts of upset that stem from your mother and father, eight years of age, in an environment of overwhelmed and depressed. Notice the thoughts of upset, the memories, the images that are coming up. And as you're observing them, observe them with love and peace, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. The way that we heal is we feel. Allow your heart to beat with that feeling of upset. Notice the quality of the feeling. And just notice how that feeling is living inside of you. Where do you feel that upset feeling? In my heart. It's a sinking feeling. Infinite love and gratitude. Go into that sinking feeling. Go into it and let yourself feel it completely. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. There is meaning in that feeling. There is a message for you in that sinking feeling in your heart. Listen to it, Rosie. Hear what it's saying to you right now. And as you're hearing what it's saying, let me know you are by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What'd that voice say to you? Saying you're weak. 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 Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And when you hear you're weak, that voice that comes from within you, and you acknowledge what that means to you, in fact, what does that mean to you? When you hear that voice, you're weak, what does that mean to you? It means I can't do things. I'm not, and when you, I'm not go ahead, enough. I'm sorry. You're not good no, enough, you can't I, do things. What, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, that's, that's what it feels. When you hear that you're weak and you understand what it means to you, what emotion does Mm -hmm. that bring up for you? Desperation. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Do it with me, babe. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Now, this message, this belief of you're weak, this desperation, you can't do things, this is a reactive pattern in your life. Would you choose it? No. Hell no. What's the answer? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no, Rosie. Let's go after it. Let's go after it, sister. Okay. What you observe, you influence. Everything's energy, love. See the thoughts of desperation. You're weak. See the pattern of desperation. See the subconscious addiction to desperation. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Feel the desperation. Where is it living inside of you? You're weak. You're weak. Where do you feel that desperation inside of you? In my heart. 
What does it feel like? It feels like a green monster. Go after it. Go into it. Embrace it for the first time. I know you know what I mean. Embrace it for the first time in an I am love and peace way. Let yourself feel the desperation in your heart that stems from the belief you're weak. As you're feeling it, in love and gratitude. Infinite 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 love and gratitude. Rosie, listen. For the first time, give this part of you, this part of you of desperation, give her a voice. Hear what she's saying. And as you're hearing what she's saying, let me know that you are by saying out loud, infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. What'd the voice say? Say, I want to be free. 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 Listen more. What else what else is that heart of yours saying besides I want to be free? Listen. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I want to be free. I am enough. I and when am you hear, enough. yes, and when you hear that, what emotion do you feel? Relief. Go deeper into it. Okay. Love and gratitude, and I'm see the thoughts of relief. I am enough. See the images. See the rosy of relief. See the images and the vision. What are you seeing of relief? It's a lightness. What are you seeing? What do you see? Tell me what you see as far as when you're connecting to the rosy of relief. Floating. It's a sunny, like a sunshine. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. I want to be free. I am enough. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And feel the sunshine that's inside of you. And that's core strength. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Feel that sunshine and core strength. I am enough. Infinite love and gratitude. I am enough. I am enough. And give this part of you who's saying I am enough, let her have the microphone and hear what she's Mm -hmm. saying. And as you're hearing what she's saying, what'd she say? (laughs) She's saying I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I invite you to repeat, I am love and peace. I love you. I I say this, I am love and peace. I am love and peace. Feeling light and excited. Feeling light and excited. I love you. I love you. This is my nature. This is my nature. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And we're welcoming the eight-year-young part of you to the fullest potential of I am love and peace. Welcome home. Infinite love and gratitude. Yes. Infinite love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. And take a deep breath in, Rosie. Let it go. And we're going to assemble the consciousness of your intention. Welcome to a whole new adventure. 
of I am love and peace, feeling like I'm on a cloud with pixie dust. In for love and gratitude. In for love and gratitude. Rosie, take this moment right now to be an observer, meaning be aware of your awareness. Notice how it feels to be here. Observe how it feels to be present. And describe the feeling. There is a peace trickling down in my from my heart. You know, the reason I'm having you observe, Rosie, is that's what your conscious mind does. It's aware, it observes, and through observation and awareness, we can choose and navigate creatively and logically, manifesting a whole different reality. And at the beginning, we purposely observed the deep fear of growing old, being broke, Mm. alone, observing your parents in this and how that triggered sadness and how it triggered it within you, that fear of not being good enough and disappointment. As you, as you think about your parents, you've been, you've been feeling really good and on your path, and then you went back and you, you were with your parents and you saw in them the pattern of fear of growing old, the fear of being broken alone. Notice how it feels right now mm. to tune into your parents, to tune into this fear comparatively to when we first began. The question here on the lifeline is, does that feel the same? No. What feels different? I can see them more as the beings that they are and not as their fears. And when you're observing them this way and you see them this way, what emotion do you feel? I feel feel hope. And I feel joy. Welcome to the life of I'm love and peace. Hope and joy mm-hmm. is a natural byproduct, my friend. Great job. <laughs> Give love and gratitude. Yes! Infinite love and gratitude. <laughs> right on, sister. So oh I God. want you to write down your intention of I'm love and peace, feeling light and excited. Yes. That becomes a mirror exercise. That becomes an affirmation. That becomes a meditation thing that you concentrate on. Practice it. Yes. Exercise it. Drink your water, eat with love, exercise your beautiful body, sleep and get good rest and own your power because you are beautiful. And because it's your throat chakra and you are a singer, sing from the top of your lungs, my love, okay? Thank thank you for calling in today. I so appreciate you. Thank you. Infinite love and gratitude, Darren. Infinite love and gratitude. Thank you so much. Thank you. Infinite love and gratitude. You know what? I usually don't do this, but I've got somebody who's been waiting on for a while, and I make this uh, show an hour and a half only to give me some bending room, and uh, I'm just going to acknowledge and honor this person who has called on in. Um, your number is 443-570. Welcome to the heart of the matter. Hey, Karen. It's Karen, yeah. Hi, Karen? It's Karen Bielik in Baltimore, yeah. Hey, Karen, of love and gratitude. Infinite love and gratitude. Well, it's great to hear your voice. How can I help you today? Actually, I didn't realize I was on hold because I couldn't get the sound through the computer. It kept cutting out. So ah, I so that was your way to listen in? Well, you know what? Yeah. It was just an opportunity for you and I to make a heart connection and for me to tell you I love you and you are loved and you are pure love, and I'm so grateful to uh, have you in my life, and what a great thing to uh, be sharing this beautiful day together. 
Thank you so much, Dan. I'm just smiling from ear to ear. Thank you for sharing. Uh, <laughs> I love my... It reignites me every time I hear you, you know, giving a session or, or whatever. It's wonderful. Thank you. Well, it's special. When you know the lifeline, you know the lifeline, and you know the lifeline. So keep shining bright and sharing your bright light with others. And thank you for uh, listening to today's Heart of the Show and Heart of the Matter Show, and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you. Can I keep yeah, listening my, this way? Yeah, you can. I'm going to be closing it down. But, uh, you know, to everybody else, in the words of Ralph Waldo Emerson, happiness is a perfume. You cannot pour on others without getting a few drops on yourself. I'm Dr. D. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Heart of the Matter show. Now go out and have a day filled with infinite love and gratitude. Keep shining bright, my friends.